happy Tuesday morning, everyone. Well, at least it's morning for us. <laughs> Other people, it's a little bit later in the evening. <laughs> but have to say, with everything going on, I believe in the state anyway, the Comic Cons are probably back in full force. And, and the world rejoices. <laughs> well, I said the state. Well, now, I don't know about the world. I don't think China would right now. They're still having major lockdowns. Wow. So, I mean, yeah. we, we got to be a little considerate. I think, I know Dublin had their first one. I think y'all have two a year. Two a year, yeah. Cool. So y'all just had y'all. Last Go month, ahead. yeah. And it's a uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, we had our first one uh, last month. After was it twenty twenty? Our show was scheduled to go on. I believe it was the twelfth or thirteenth of March, so the Friday, and the government shut down every event, every show, put restriction in place on the Thursday before our show. So literally all this kicked off and within the space of a couple of weeks, people are saying, are you happening? Are you not happening? And we were all go. And the day before our show, the government shut everything down. Are you serious? Ooh. Ooh, that's, uh, that's brutal. It was a, yeah, quite, quite upsetting. The hotel then screwed us over. Sure. Airlines screwed you over. We literally mm. just, everything just, all the money gone, and uh, we just we got lucky. A lot of the the attendees said, "Look, keep our tickets, transfer it over to next year." And we said, "Okay, we're we'll back in August, thinking everything's gonna be fine by August. We're we'll back next March. We're we'll back next August. Yeah. Four shows later, <laughs> <laughs> you're here. <laughs> we're back." <laughs> so, no, how long have you been reality. doing it prior to 2020? Uh, since 2013, that'll okay. be our first show. 2013, yeah. It's uh, and to be honest, we we didn't know what we were doing. I'd I'd never run shows. I'd gone to comic cons. I'd I'd never run shows. I'd never run a business. I'd never dealt with guests. We just said uh, we want to run a comic con. Me and a few friends, and we just sat down, planned everything out, and let's rented a venue and said, let's see what happens. And here we are now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Surprise! Like, uh, congrats! Yeah, on it's... basically getting your show back up and running. So that's one of the best news for y'all, anyway. And then y'all have another one coming. Is it? I'm trying to think. August. August. Fifth and it is indeed sixth and seventh or fifth and sixth. I don't have my dates yeah. quite tuned in yet. Uh, I'll actually I'll double check myself because like it's sixth and seventh. I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it go last month? Yeah, fantastic. To be honest with you, it's it was it was a weird one though. It was a very weird one. Like we brought over some amazing names. Like you had Ron Perlman, like one of the biggest names. We had the Mokada twins wow. from Breaking Bad, Shannon Elizabeth, Michael Cudlitz, Chandler Riggs, mm -hmm. Morris Lamarche, Rob Paulson. You know Kevin. Wait, we had a good few names. You had Chandler Riggs. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 What Zombie my daughter freak. said is what I'm doing on the inside. Like, oh my gosh, I wish that I was aware of this, but 
as we talked yesterday, I'm, you know, not a good flyer. So I would have been there in spirit, but oh my gosh, I would love for someone to bring like walking dead people to a Texas comic con. Cause I would go. Oh my gosh. Continue. I'm sorry. I was fangirling there for a minute. I'm, I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> So you're allowed. It's okay. We all have our moments. <laughs> so you had some amazing guests last month. Who do you have lined up for August? I can only say the ones we've announced. Sadly, we okay. have so we have so many contracts like this close to finishing, and it's just mm. you know back and forth, back and forth. So at the moment, we have Brian Arizello, we have Felicia Day, and we have Mick Belanfi. I can never pronounce the chap's last name. He's actually an Irish chap, and he is our second Irish guest ever. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And we, we can never get Irish guests. I don't know why. We actually, we had one guest, I won't say who, we contacted the agent, and we're like, look, would this guest lo- like to do the show? He's a local. You know, when I shaved my head, I got mistaken for him once. And they're like, no, no, he doesn't do any Comic-Cons. No, no, just not, not for him. And then the next day, he was announced for London Comic Con. What the fuck? And, oh, oh, he got yeah. offered more money. Oh, he, he got offered a load of money. He was told us he wasn't doing any, so it's it's a weird one. But this uh, this chap, maybe we had Barry Keoghan actually, you know Keoghan from uh, the Eternals. Mm. So that was actually his second official Comic Con outside of San Diego. Nice. Uh, so we had we had him as a guest appearance in association with Disney, and he rocked up on the saturday for a one-off panel so technically yeah this will be mick will be our second irish guest traveling from new york and he's red dead redemption so we get, we've gotten a lot of first timers actually we had stephanie beatrice from brooklyn 99 was meant to be her first comic-con ever with us in 2020 mm-hmm. and then COVID messed us about mm-hmm. but yeah to get back for this one we have yeah mick from red dead redemption we have felicia day who's kind of an all-rounder and Brian Arizello and a load more still to still to announce, but I I can't say yet. I wish I could, but I can't. Uh, well, that's understandable. I mean, Definitely I don't know why anybody would turn it down. I mean, going to Ireland, hello. I know. Put me on a plane on there. That, that's that's actually a big part of it. Like, so many guests have contacted us directly. They've avoided reps, and they're like, "We just want a holiday, <laughs> and we want to do this." Like, a uh, Michael Rooker, when he came over, he and same with Ron Perlman. Ron traveled around the country. He was here for a week or two before the show, traveled around. I brought Michael Rooker to one of the police stations and got him on one of the police bikes and all for photos. Nice. And he was loving it and all this, uh, all this funky stuff. So, they, one second, I'm gonna grab a charger. They, they do love coming over here, which is great for us. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was the same for March. It was a weird one. Traders, especially since Brexit, we've lost a lot of traders. I'm not sure you know much about Brexit. Ever heard of that? Yes. Hey. So, no. you know, with trade and all this, we lost a lot of our exhibitors, traders. But uh, the traders that went, best show they've ever done, they said. But the guests, people weren't spending money on the guests to show. It was weird. I don't know why. We had, like, uh, our biggest March show yet. March is a smaller show, so we had about 17,000 at this one. And... Uh, it's like some oh, of the guests we've had. How many was that? Did you say 70,000? No, no, 17. Is, uh, oh, is no okay, venue big say, enough? I didn't know there were that many people <laughs> in Ireland, but okay. No. <laughs> we can't we can find a venue big enough anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know 
know it's possible. Okay. <laughs> they could have flown in. You never know. Just, yeah. That was kind of high. I'm like, how did you do that? But 17,000 is still really high. Yeah, that's, that's where I normally have about 22 to 24,000 uh, for the August show. And uh, we actually have a good few people from the States come over. One trader. And they go, when I look at the stats, maybe 50 people from the US come over to the show every year. So it's not bad considering. Mm. You know, they just want to get drunk, obviously, but still. <laughs> Jerry Schaefer, he have you ever had any musicians on your rosters? Uh, don't know. Actually, no, I lie. I lie. If you count Michael Rosenbaum, he's in a band. Mm. And uh oh, what's the crap from American Pie again? Oh, I forgot his name. Dan <laughs> Nick. Oh fuck. It'll come back to me later. He's in a band as well, but no dedicated musicians yet. Yet. As of yet. Yes. As of yet. <laughs> Underlined explanation yet. Oh, yes. What about podcasters? Just we, need a, we need to hook you up with the Iron Maiden. I'm sure they'd <laughs> there you go. be out there. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, trust me. There was a, someone did an evening with Bruce, and I was so tempted. I was working, but I was like, I really want to go. Mm. <sighs> Next time. It'd be yeah. great. Just because it's Bruce. I mean, come on. I wouldn't want to see him. <laughs> uh, very true. Very true. Now, how many guests do you normally have at a show? Like, it looked like last time it was about 15. It so stays in and around that mark, about f between, let's say, 8, 10 media guests, um, between mm -hmm. 5 and 8 comic guests. And again, like, we're very light on the comic guests for March because we had some great names, but every one of them was unavailable. It was just too busy. And uh, but we tried to keep it around that. We've had some shows in previous years where we've had about 30 guests. And to be honest with you, a lot of even the guests notice it. When there's less of them, the reps prefer it and so do the guests because people aren't spreading their guarantees around. They get more time. They get more interaction. When you have too many guests, they were like, it just dilutes the pot for everyone. And people are sitting there scratching their arse. Because, you know, people don't know who, I only have a certain amount of money, who will I spend it on? Yeah. And look, mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, they're, they're there to be fans, but they're there to also earn, earn a bit of money. So uh, I think we found a sweet spot of about eight to ten guests for media and at least five for, for the comic guests if we can. And uh, we're going to so try and insert a few wrestlers. So what made you start this? There was none here. That's purely it. We went to a, we are back in 2013, like, we love, we've been making stuff for years, like costumes, sculpting, molding, casting. And we're like, okay, let's go to a convention with them. We see them in the States all over. There's none here. We went to an anime convention here. And I was, what age was I then? I would have been probably about 25, 24, 25. I felt so old. I was like, <laughs> Jesus. It's like, no, 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 no. This, 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 this isn't good for me. No, no. So we said, fuck it, let's run a show. And it was, we collect props from movies. We collect all screen new stuff from different movies. I'm normally in the workshop, and the workshop, as you've probably seen yesterday, loads of stuff around. And we, there's five mm -hmm. of us, five friends. And we all kind of said, we have enough displays here to fill a warehouse. And then I said, well, let's make a Comic Con. Let's bring all our stuff. Let's build some displays and, and start a Comic Con. So we're kind of just snowball from there. And we started, we built the door from The Walking Dead. The people can pose in front of it, zombie hands. And uh, what else did we build there? We out. country. Gosh. I need to just go there because that's just my thing. Like, I, 
bad. I'm just. We, I'm not going to be on the same plane as Amy. No, <laughs> no one needs to be on the same plane as me. Okay, but she needs her own private. Just yeah, I mean, I really just should. I'm just saying. If you hop on the boat she's... now, you'll be here for August. Okay. No. Yeah. See, now um, unless it's like a cruise ship, you know, then I'm down. But other than that, I just don't know. I, it's too people in the world for me, man. I'm just throwing it out there. There's a lot of people. She'll, she'll so. definitely take the cruise ship. Yes. I'll take the, I'll take the flight. I'll be there in an hour or so. No. Either way works for me. I'm good. Yeah. I'll take a boat. I, do. <laughs> I, I, I see your Star Trek uniform there as well. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you, you'll, you'll appreciate this. You know Jonathan Frakes? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Why? Yes. Uh, no. we, we had him here a few years ago, yeah. And uh, you, let's face it, have you heard he's known as Freaky Flaky or Flaky no. Freaky? In the con scene, apparently, he's known as Flaky Freaky because he cancels nearly every appearance because he's too busy. He's uh, working. No. Like, he didn't cancel he, any videos? No, he didn't. And I'll be honest with you, we were so happy because you had, as you know this from from social media, you left every naysayer on. He's going to cancel. He's going to cancel. He's going to cancel. And what happened? He turned up, and I had to hold back a few of the, a few of our crew from commenting on every post saying, "See, he came. See, he came." <laughs> <laughs> like I but said, who would turn that down? I mean, honestly, come on. Exactly. He's an absolute gent as well. Like, we've had most of the next gen cast actually, apart from Patrick Stewart, Jordy. They're the only two left. Really? Yeah. Um, I say Judy's done a lot here, so I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Well, we, we Levar is on the list, but uh, it's just a matter of getting to him on the list now. I think he's always been busy when we tried, so we are working our way through. We have, we'll never okay. get Patrick Stewart. What about <laughs> one of my top five? Was Will Wheaton ever there? No, no, not yet. He's another. There he is. There we go. Yeah. Chris was asking. We're going through the bridge crew first. There you go. Well, technically he was because he was an ensign before he went to the academy. How many attendees did you have at your first event? I think we had 5,000. We were not expecting that at all. It was held in a place called the National Show Center. It sounds fancy. Beside the airport, it's literally a 3,000 square meter shed. <laughs> you have to do everything yourself. It's a and loads of it's it's a dog show center. It's for dog shows and you have lots of land. So we literally had to run the cables for the power, the internet, set up the staging, get all the external barriers, rent them in, forklift them, set them up ourselves, run the car park, run everything ourselves. Literally nothing was done. We ran from you name it from setting up the floor, putting the markings down on the floor, we tape ourselves the taking the tables off the truck, you name it. We did it all ourselves. So it was a, and the second year the venue flooded. So it was fun. Oh no. <laughs> and then we moved to a very fancy building three years later. <laughs> so you just kind of worked your way up and yeah. Mm. And they like, even the current venue, we're outgrowing it, but there's only two venues in Dublin that actually can hold anything near our size. And the other one's already booked up every time we need it. So, uh, it's not like uh, one of our one of the reps that actually comes over to guests is uh, from Texas. I think he used to run shows in Texas, he said. And we told him how much our venue was. And he was like, huh? 
goes, I get something twice as big for half the cost in Texas. Everything here is very pricey. Like, mm. extremely pricey to run anything here. People don't realize that. That's why we have to be very picky for guests because, like, you can pay four or five thousand dollars for one flight for one person. Ouch. Just to get them over. Yeah. So you're able to do it twice a year, though. So that's got to help you. And you probably have it done to like a science now, right? Oh, yeah. Like it's, I'm automating everything now. Because again, we, just myself and Derek, and yeah, <laughs> best people, uh, automating as much as we can. <laughs> because normally we have, look, we have a great group of friends and they build, we build a lot of the displays ourselves. So during the show and the lead up, we all get together, build the stuff. Like we built a Starship Troopers book in three weeks for the event, full size. Just because, and uh, just like because. that, they all come into play. Just because, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they all come into play closer to previous myself and their website advertising, guest liaison, planning, literally every aspect of the show. It's just the two of us. We do all the, we do all the website ourselves. We do all the marketing ourselves. We do all the graphics. We do all that prior to this, and I went even all the exhibitors manually. So we just have to mm-hmm. automate more and more. And every year we're getting better. Everything's more streamlined. That. We don't have, just want to say I'm bad, we have to talk to less people so <laughs> we can focus on what we need to focus on. Mm-hmm. Just, yes, I, I see the less people It's I'm telling you, it's, it's definitely less people is just a happy, I don't know, it's a happier Amy when there's less people, okay? <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just, I feel like, okay, I'm, I guess I'm biased, but I feel like almost most of the people I encounter, now I live in the boonies, okay, literally the boonies, I classify it, anyways, and I feel like the, like, stupid people just target me when I go out, so I just go through, like, the Starbucks drive-thru, and I go into Target, and I don't talk to people, and I'm a happier person. Yeah. Can you hear me? I've lost audio at the put on charge. Yeah, can you can hear you us? Hear? Hello? Hello? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? There you Testing. go. Can you hear me? We can yes. hear you. Can you hear us? One second here. That would be a no. Uh-oh. How about now? Yes, yes. Can you hear us? Oh, we're getting audio difficulties. My camera just went out too for some odd reason. Hello? My power went out as I had to connect from my phone. And it only went out in this section. I'm just saying. You might have to reconnect. I can type that up for them. Reconnect. Go out and come back. Yeah. Well, you know, going off of that, though, William Russell is on. And I believe he did say what he was magic. Who is it? Is that what he said? Magic William is here. Yeah. Magic. Magic hey, I'm still waiting for that, you know, video. I told you I'd give you what five, seven dollars. I give you seven if you fail. I'm just, I'm <laughs> waiting. Okay, I haven't forgotten. Okay. What if put it in the couch? Uh, no. Sorry, Rick, can I give me one second? Okay. Well, uh, one thing to no. one thing to go ahead and say for William is he's the one who just started the Kickstarter for Psycho Sal, which is a comic book that he's written, or. Cool doing the design for and let me tell you the stuff that he has on that kickstarter is so portable i think it i think there's something like ten dollars for like different covers ones by ariel diaz ones by him different people and it's like these are affordable 
And it's like for everybody, like he says. So if you can get on there and get something, I would do it. Now, the thing with Kickstarters is that it, it it's all or nothing, right? They either get the whole thing or they get none of it. They've already, he's already made it within the first day. Oh, good. So they're awesome. doing a stretch. Oh, very good. Carl, can you hear us? I can. I'm back. I don't know what hey, happened there when I took a deer. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyhow, I, I don't know what I was rattling on about. Uh, we were talking about the Comic Con being automated, less people -y. Yeah, and then yes. I went on to how less people makes for happier people. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's the gist of it. Yeah, it's uh, we started off in literally a shed. And now we're in what's the, the premier convention center in Dublin. And it's uh, spread over six floors. Not big floors, but six floors. Very different from the massive ones you'd see. Uh, like we have a 2,000 seat auditorium, but a triad hall is only about 3,000 square meters. And then we have another floor and another floor and another floor. So they missed one time it flooded. How much do you have to deal with weather up there regarding that? those dates in March and August? Uh, March, hit and miss because we're normally right before St. Patrick's weekend. August is probably the best time to do it weather-wise. We just got very unlucky. And the second year, uh, the entire entrance flooded. And uh, you, don't have, you don't have a staff. You don't have a liaison. We literally had a caretaker who we had to ring up on a Sunday morning to come out and get in a tractor and get the water away. <laughs> I would have videoed it. Pump it out. <laughs> <laughs> the, the poor chap was really enjoying his breakfast when we called you know what that's dedication though I'm just saying because I don't think probably mostly myself included on this call right here I wouldn't do that and like you like went I'm sorry my kids just decided to go bad shit crazy yeah. but um like I know because you were saying you built everything you set everything up you know and now you're in like the premiere location and everything like that but I mean, that's just like dedication and really wanting to bring that to, you know, the fans that are there. And I think that that is something I personally would not do. But you know, getting on a tractor—I mean, that's—I may live in Texas, but I am not the <laughs> by any means. I am very citified, okay, especially in my little boonies. I'm the girl with the big city glasses. <laughs> And the hot mess children, okay? But I'm just saying, that is, to me, like, mad respect for you is what I'm trying to say. Hold on, my kids are fighting. Oh, there we go. Bless their heart. Well, one thing to show you is, Chris said, that is awesome. You bring in fans together is amazing. Much respect for you and all of your hard work. Thanks, Chris. Well, I think it's cool because you saw, you saw a need and you filled it. I mean, well, that's it. it's of a... Ireland. How cool is that? I want to go. <laughs> you should. I would. Do. It's, it's different from it. Like we look, we did look at every other show around the world because when we were planning this, even for dates, we got to the stage we we're looking. First of all, from day one, we never want to conflict with any local show, be it big or small, be it anime or something else, or even in the UK or even in the US as well for guests. Look, we're not going to be competing, but we don't the clash and someone say, "Oh, well, I wanted to go to this show." And I can't, you know, I have to make a choice to go to one local, go somewhere else. We always, we kept our dates away from everything possible. And uh, that was kind of from day one. We we don't want to step on people's toes. We want to 
like I'll invite other conventions, especially fan conventions to the show, have a table, promote yourself. And we try like we try to do different things. We've had wrestlers, we have medieval combat guys fighting and girls fighting in full metal armor with blunt metal swords knocking the crap out of each other. We uh, we have what you call like even the cosplay village and we're trying to do we're just trying to do different things for the fans again because like when we go to a show, we don't want to just go to a giant trade hall. Anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to build displays. Like we've our first year was it the first or second year? I remember. You know aliens. Everyone knows aliens. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you know the colony in, in LV four twenty six the colony? Mm-hmm. We built, I think it was a fifteen meter long replica of that where people walk oh, through. Wow. We had awesome. someone, <laughs> we had aliens in there in costume and people coming out through the walls screaming when you get close. So it's like oh, a full immersion experience in one of these things. That yeah, is, like okay, yeah. I I wanted to go to Ireland. Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna put my cruise ship. Okay, so I'm here. <laughs> but oh my gosh, like that is just my kind of thing. Like, god, first you had me at Chandler Riggs, and now like a full immersion. Like, I'm just god. I'm gonna have to like travel and go on a plane in this stuff. You know, like yeah, oh man. Ireland is definitely on mine and Super Hubby's bucket list, so we'll just have to figure out how to plan it around your Comic Con. I'm gonna have to like look at cruises and see where I need to try to go out and get there. Okay, so hold, please, just hold. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not going anywhere. Don't worry. (laughs) We're we're actually launching more shows now next year. I think all going well. Uh, We'll be doing a horror convention, and we're trying to do a Renaissance fair. So oh, that's wow. something we're going to do. Very cool. <laughs> I need to move. I need to just move. I'm telling you. I, I, oh, my gosh. I need you. to move. You had me at horror convention. Like, just, yep, I just, I'm just, I'm going to have to get on a plane, man. I'm going to have to do it. I'm actually still waiting for Houston Horror Film Fest to get back that with one, me on their media. That one's going to be good, too. But, damn it, I'm just, you're going to make me fly, man. You're going to make me fly. Okay? <laughs> Cause I'm gonna come in the day early, so I'm in a good mood for the convention. Cause I won't be a happy camper off the plane. Okay, I just won't. But yeah, you're making Ireland utter perfection. Oh, no. I know. We're trying. Well, I know we've got like three things on our bucket list. It's like Hawaii, Australia, and Ireland. Cause both his and my ancestors are from Ireland, and so you know. So Perfect. we are like totally wanting to come. So that's one of our things. So we will just like save up our mileage and come. Well, I'm such a mixed breed. I'm Scottish, Irish, and Mexican. Oh. <laughs> okay. The first I can, two, I can Mexican? Mexican? What? Yep. How does? Yep. What? Yep. My, okay. gra- my grandmother was a Garza, 100% Mexican, Hispanic. Huh. So, yep. Wow. But I, I show more of the Irish and Scottish. I say you, you look as pale as me, so yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. The beard in the, in the, the Scottish calves I have. Huh. So. <laughs> I'm not sure how we got on our heritage there, conversation no, here. No hairy chest here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, it's just. Oh. That, no, what see, was the coolest con no. director moment you have ever had? Who have you met or experienced that has yeah. positively defined your time as a director? Mm, good question. Ooh, eh. 
that's what I have to ever think about that one actually you now. But the coolest moments, see, there's, there's lots of cool moments to be honest with you. It's uh, honestly, it's just people coming up that that you don't know they're saying they've really enjoyed the show and that it's gotten them out of their shell because I know it's a bit of a stereotype, but a lot of congoers they're not really the most social people. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. at that age, you know, especially the younger generation. They're not used to it. Like the rest of us, we're used to it now. But you see them getting out of their shells and we get messages all the time from parents of 15, 16 year olds. And this is their outlet to the show. And when they get to the show, they're like they're a changed person. So mm-hmm. to me, that's the best case. You see them actually having fun and see them in costume or like they, they love. I, there's one guy I actually now remember. He's a massive Stargate fan. He was there with his daughter. Yep, they, and I have a load of uh, screen use costumes from Sergey, like the Serpent Guards nice. and all. Fan. And we were closing up, and he came over with his daughter, and he was looking at the costumes, and he was in a wheelchair himself, so we had the barriers, and he couldn't really see as much. And I looked at him, so everyone's going home. So I moved the barriers aside. I said, Come on in. And he, he ran around all the costumes, and it's just he was just in awe of them. He's delighted. He's like, Look, Thanks. I never thought I'd be able to, you know. Hold a staff weapon from the from the show or something like this, and mm-hmm. it, it's those moments like that, like you know, that's what defines it. Because I don't get to really, I barely get to see the guests. Derek handles the guests. I just run up and down the rest of the building the rest of the day, looking busy. But uh, like, busy. <laughs> like, busy. My, like <laughs> I put no fires when I can. But uh, mm-hmm. there's that as well from a, from a guest point of view. We've had some amazing guests. We have, and I'll be honest with you, we've had some arseholes. Like one nearly, I won't, and I can't say who, but one squared up to me and tried to start a fight with me. And uh, yeah, I said, okay. Why? And he backed Did you win? Always say you win, man. Like, and I won, always say that. <laughs> he, okay. he, was, he was quite abusive of my wife in the photo booth and riling people up. So I, I wasn't too happy to say the least. And uh, his okay. his rep then put him in place as well, but wow. that's a one extreme. Very few and far between, but uh, like we've sat down and we've had meals and dinners with a few of the guests after. What honestly one of the the craziest and funnest guests I've ever met has been Michael Rooker. He's just he's out there in such a fun way, an absolute gent, and uh, yeah, like it's he's probably had the most impact because you can kind of for someone who. It's very big, let's face it. He's so down to earth. And that's kind of, you makes you realize they're just people. They're mm-hmm. just literally people doing their best. And he he went out of his way to make sure every fan got a chance to meet him and have fun. Oh, and, see, that you know, is like, so cool. I love that. And he's, he's not the only one. So many of them do. He's just one that sticks out in my mind the most. Well, and that's when we're working with Comic-Cons. For the last two that I've worked with, where I've worked with the guests, the guests are like super cool, down to earth people, and it is awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what people tend to forget. Is you can see when people get very nervous. And mm-hmm. um, so like for us, it's we're used to it at this stage. But people, mm-hmm. they get so nervous. And like if you if they just if everyone going up to a guest just takes a breath and remembers they're people too. If you make a mistake, don't worry about it. They'll. They'll talk with you. They're not. You're not going to be looked down upon, or not going to be pushed to the side. Like just take your time, take a breath. They don't mind sitting there for a couple of extra seconds while you compose yourself. 
They you don't know, mind though, I don't I, know. I, I get if it. I, if I was in line for Chandler Briggs, I may have just passed out and made a complete ass of myself. <laughs> I, he would just be like, that girl's psychotic, you know? So I don't know, because I feel like if I paused to breathe, I would I would pass out. Like that, or like if it was Lady Gaga, if I met her in person, oh my gosh. Okay, like I've just, no, it'll be a whole new 80s. So I mean, I... So. Yeah, I had that instant when we went to um, Lake Charles, the SciFacon, and I got to meet Tim Russ, and wow. I got to interview Tim Russ, and I had like a major fangirl moment. And I'm usually the one that likes to ask a lot of questions. My brain just could not initiate and ignite on questions. I was just like, I have so many, but I don't know if I'm going to get them out, <laughs> you know. And so I get it, but he was really sweet about it. And um, Patricia, Patricia Palman was like. Patricia Tolman was excellent. Yeah, she was awesome. And I interviewed her the first time. My husband caught the fact that the sound was off, so I had to go do it again. And she was off work. She goes, no, go right ahead. And so I initially did, like, the selfie version, and I turned it on her, and she goes, no, 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 you're sharing the screen with me. And she pulled me in with her, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is so awesome. They're really cool people, and I just love them. So, mm -hmm. so I think conventions, like, I'll be honest with you, I've seen, I've seen a change since I started running shows and I think the rest of the, the lads involved and I think the rest of the conventions have used to be back in the early days they wouldn't be caught dead at conventions some some celebrities really it feels like oh no you're scraping the barrel having to go to a convention to earn money but now it's changed completely it's like it's this is a, a chance for them to meet fans it's mm -hmm. the, the stigma is gone from a lot of the guests it's no longer mm -hmm. they realise well, it's actually fun you know we can actually go have fun me fans have a great time and you know just connect with people and it's great to see that change because look maybe it's just the type of people that we used to ask that's like no no they don't do conventions you know they're they go up like no i'm not involved in that but now it's it's i think every year people are becoming more open to it and like that well, you can and you see a lot more searching for different mm -hmm. conventions well and i think a lot of people you know back then even now a lot of us geeks us geeks i own it i'm a geek mm -hmm. a lot oh, of yeah. us geeks are you know introverts and so we're pretty shy and quiet whereas a lot of like sports fans are like out there in your face rambunctious sort of stuff and so they don't you know and a lot of the sci-fi actors and stuff are kind of in their little bubbles and so it's like when you're in a bubble here and you're in a bubble there it's but it's like you know, to us, a Comic-Con is like a huge sporting event with a bunch of different athletes at it when you think of it that way. And so, yeah, we go crazy over it. But mm -hmm. we're just so shy half the time. Our brains aren't igniting going, what was that? That uh, was an interview, CJ, also Stargate, Tilkthiff. Oh, my gosh. I would love to do a Stargate one. <laughs> That's up there, too. <laughs> we, had a, we had a Lexus uh, over. No, uh, you did yeah. not. I put up all the Stargate props and you can get photos of the fans in front of it. Yeah, so we, we have enough parts to build a Stargate. It's on the list, but we just don't have enough time. You That's need to it. contact me when you're going to do it and see if we're happy and I will be there. <laughs> I, I, would, I would love to get Christopher Judge on the show. Oh, any of them. Christopher Judge. And, uh, oh, God. Michael Shane. No, my brain's Richard going Anderson. blank. Michael I, Shane, don't, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> I can keep listening. 
I have no idea. I can. I can. I am a sci-fi geek. I own it and I know it. Sorry. I uh, honestly, I don't. I didn't Amanda even know tapping. what it was until I met you guys. So we're working on it, Amy. We're working on it. Are yeah. we? You yeah. Amy, Amy, Amy is more of our undead. Undead. undead that's more of the dead whore. Like, yes, yes. I want to kill some zombies. That that's her realm. <laughs> I know, uh -huh. and you wouldn't picture that. I know you wouldn't picture that, but yes, that is. I yeah. thought about Underworld. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love those. But it would be like I actually like Underworld too. What was it? I would Dude. like the introverts that are you know, and I'm over here. I would be the sports fan that's just like, woo -hoo, yes, we're gonna do this. Yeah. So maybe that's why, because of the type of You're stuff that I like. My personality. I I have to tell you I that I was. I was with my top five. One of my top fives was Kevin Sorbo, and I actually interviewed him. And I was the one that helped him through the one Comic Con, and I did not pass out. So excited! I, she was very, I, she was very I close. I can see real. a marathon with zombies and Amy rooting for her favorite. Zombie. Oh, she probably oh would. <laughs> In San Antonio, they used to do a zombie walk, and I I never got to make it. I always wanted to go to one. And my friends would go, and they'd be like all like painted, you know, like dead. And they would do like the zombie walk marathon thing, and it was so cool. But I sent this thing to Greg too, so they have a paintball like arena, I guess is I don't know, lack of a better term. But mm -hmm. it is you're surviving the zombie apocalypse, so they have no. That is cool. And you're like on this like Warcraft kind of like uh, military, uh, like I don't know if it's like a cargo. SUV or what, but you're on that and it drives you around and you have to like kill the zombies. You know, it's all tactical. I was like, I need to go to this. So it's on my bucket list for Halloween this year because, you know, that's my thing. But yes, I, I know. I feel like that's why I'm more outspoken though because I'm just like, yes, kill them. Let's do it. Yes. It's totally going to happen. So yeah. I'm have sorry. you gone to Dragon Con? Have you? I haven't. I feel like I would fit in there though. Like, I feel like that's where I need to be. You know, yeah, she she into Dragon Ball. Yeah, yep, it's it's yeah, it's I'm an amazing. A, I'm not a horror person, so I leave that to Amy. I need to go. Well, need Dragon to... Con's more. You have your nope. undead, and you have your everything. Undead. You have everything. Now the Renaissance portion, I could chill and I could enjoy that part, but the <laughs> undead. I mean, you could be like an undead Renaissance person and just you know. I feel time. like for some of these conventions, like I felt like. You know what was it like comic con and stuff i'm like the loudest person there like i you know if i were to yell you would clearly hear me across the whole thing you know just yes. like, boom i'm here right so yes. i i need yes. to a con that I, <laughs> you know <laughs> which is you know whatever i'm just loud and i am vibrant okay that's okay i love you for your bright personality it's okay Oh, yes. You know what? Maybe I should dress up as someone from um, the Underworld movies, and then I can oh, make... Oh, you would be good at that. I should make Josh go as a lichen? Like, yes. Okay? <laughs> That's totally what that. I should do. That needs to be That's your actually, next, next cosplay. Yeah. That's actually what I did. We went oh to Atlanta, God. and I went to like told you, I'm a nerd. I'm there. a super nerd. <laughs> Oh you hate me? No. I know. Me, <laughs> I know. It's, it's. I know. It's shocking to find out these facts about me. I know. I seem like such a quiet, muffled person. Sweet, innocent. I know. A naive. Yes. I'm sorry that I had to pop your bubble, but I'm loud as hell. Okay, and I'm blunt. I am blunt as hell too. So this is where, if you need to choose someone out on the phone, you just 
Call me. I, I can uh, handle it. I'll get you. I'm user. actually laughing. Got an because I'm, we're I'm not a trading user. I'm actually picturing <laughs> the one that we're going to have and Amy yelling my name, and I'm going to yeah. have to follow the echo. Okay. Let me tell you how extra I can be. Okay. Like, let me just sum this all up for you guys and like one quick statement. When me and my husband go to the store and we separate, right? Because we have a cart. Each kid has a cart and we just separate because he's, I can't go down the same aisle as him. He gets on my nerves. Okay. When I want to find him, no shit. I, I'm, I'm being honest to God. I literally go, through the whole store until he does it back. And we just make bird sounds until we find each other. <laughs> Kid you not. Like, I, I get looks at the store, but it's like legit. No one, because I've done it in a full aisle one time because that's just, I don't know, that's just how I am. I like to make people feel awkward. And so I did it and literally they tried not to look at me. So they like looked down and then looked over like, what is this crazy chick doing? Okay. But, oh my gosh, it was hilarious. Cause then my husband's like three rows back and he's like super quiet. Cause he doesn't want to like be embarrassed. So he like barely does it. And I'm like, I can't hear you. Can you do it again? Yeah, you know that these things called phones nowadays as well. I know, but it was just—it's just so funny to do because it makes him like I don't know, he feels all awkward, and it's just great for me. So I just like randomly do it, or like I'll be by him and I'll do it again. It's the greatest thing. So I'm just saying that's how success. No, yeah, congratulations, Amy. I'm so sorry. Yes, thank you. Um. But yeah, so I'm just saying, Greg, that's what you can look forward to at ours is all when okay. we just be like, try, try! yeah, I'll just do it. I have no shame. Okay, none. none so you don't need to get her a walkie talkie anymore, is what she no. said. No, no, please don't. No. Actually, don't because I don't want to hear other She'll do that. Talking. She'll do that, and I'll immediately pick up the phone and hit Amy. She will. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Sometimes I feel like I randomly do it, and then I'll get a phone call or whatever. Yeah, I feel like if I did it loud enough. So if, if you're well. in the store in any of your areas and you hear that, just say yes, Amy. What do you need? I like mommy's thing. She thought her family whistle was unique, but now she needs to get more creative. We hey, have a whistle. I'm keeping the spark alive, okay? I'm cacawing in grocery stores to find my husband, okay? That's how I keep the spark alive in my marriage. Yeah, ours is a whistle. <laughs> we do a whistle for our apart and can't find each other. You know, it's one of those things. Like, it's just, I don't know. I have no shame. Like, I don't. Maybe it's, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, I just pick up the phone and say, You probably, oh, like, I bet you now, like, you're, <laughs> like, you have phone issues with ours, so. No, I feel like Coral's, like, I don't want to, please don't come. I don't want to meet you. Like, <laughs> you're a lot. Like, I, it's you're okay. Like, I can, I can hide in the building. It's fine. I won't hear you. <laughs> no, I will find you. Like, I, I will find you. <laughs> that sounds like episode <laughs> seven. Soccer <laughs> Amy strikes again. <laughs> Not, I won't stop you. It'll just I, be one of those. I'll appear where you're at randomly, and I'll be like, "Hey!" And you'll be like, "Oh my god, this lady! I need a restraining order." I yeah. think that is stopping. No, but I'm just, just saying. so you know, you can no longer say episode seven. You have to say season one. Oh, episode season one. Seven. Oh my gosh, I'm not, I can't stop him. He's like, I don't even know, like a 16-hour plane ride. I can't stop him that far. <laughs> He's like. And he knows I'm not going to get on a plane. I'm a boat. I will get on a boat, though. But that's going to So he'll be in Dublin at some store, and he'll hear a cuckoo. And he'll be like, oh, crap, she's here. I don't know what. 
no, no. I probably gave you nightmares. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to give like, you nightmares. I can never go to the zoo again if I hear birds <laughs> taking on woods. I'm, I'm screwed now. <laughs> I'm, I'm having flashbacks. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's made with love, though, man. Like, you know, it's a tour of endearment. Is that a, is that a Kevin Cruz or is that Amy? You know, I feel like sometimes I'm too honest on this show. Like, I feel like I'm too honest on this show sometimes. That is not oh. a bad thing. Oh. Never had security called on anyone. Well, no, I haven't been there yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That just, is a good question. will be the first. Amy will be the first. <laughs> Uh, a few times, but it's it's only. Alright, I remember one was. Fuck, I'm trying to think. What did he try to? Do? One was a, a thief. We caught it back. He got thrown out. Uh, the other one was someone trying to get in through the exit door and tried to start a fight with one security guy. He was thrown out his ass as quick. And uh, like most of the time, they'll call me first because I'm a police officer. That's my day job. Oh, so I can nice. handle it then if need be. So, but it's a very, it's just such a very nice crowd. Like I've only ever had that one guest threaten me and one other person who came to the show at 6 p.m. with their kids when we were closing. Oh, and we tried to explain to them, the show is finished. I said, it says on the ticket, you know, we start here and he was getting very angry and very agitated and, like, we didn't have to call security. We almost called security on him. But I, I still feel bad to a degree to this day because he kept at me, kept at me, kept at me. He said, look, it's, I never got an email. I said, well, actually, you did get an email where I say the start dates, the start times, the maps, mm -hmm. everything. I never got that. Well, according to this, you opened the email at 1728, uh, two days before the show. Nice. So you did. And he wouldn't let up, and I had I I felt so bad, but it's the only way to shut him up. I turned around because his kids were standing there, like oh Jesus, and I turned around to the kids as straight a face as I can. I'm sorry, your dad's an idiot. <laughs> now, you are my kind of people. Oh my gosh! And the fact that you're a police officer, I'm really not going to stalk you. Please don't arrest me. <laughs> okay, like I won't really. I'm sorry. I won't do that. Now that she knows you're a police officer, she's not going to do it. But before I'll do it in secret. Okay, you don't know my last name. It's okay. I'll just change my first name. It's like, okay. like a fun note. You suck to be so late. You miss it. But yeah, that's crazy. That's why it's, I always check the time. And it's like, look, we know this happens all the time. Which is why we send out God knows how many emails to people and why it's all recorded. And you know yourself, you want to, like, we had one person in their first time at that new venue. Because remember, it's six floors. And within two hours of doors opening, she was demanding a refund. There's nothing to do. I'm really angry. I had to go out there, really, nothing to fucking do, cursing and all. It's a waste of money. He said, Did you not go upstairs? It's like, What? Said there's three or four floors up above you. I thought those people were going to the toilet. <laughs> okay, now wait a minute. You just said something. There's six floors of this Comic Con. Is that what you just told me? Yeah, it's a different type of venue. <laughs> Trevor! <laughs> it's, a, it's a unique style of venue. We don't we have one big hall. 
<laughs> and uh, but like that's so you do get the odd person like that. You don't need security, but you still need to. You can only be nice to people so long as well, and try to explain. Look, we'll do this, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. But when they don't read, it's like, come yeah. on, like if you see hundreds of people going up an escalator. Is your immediate thought is they're all going to the bathroom, or maybe just something else up there to do? That was Trevor. <laughs> Trevor said, "Let's go." That's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zipper Abby. We'll talk. Hello, Trevor. She's gonna hold you to that man. She's and it's on air, so you. there's evidence. I'm praying for you, Trevor. I'm praying for you. Oh wait, no, me and Trevor aren't friends because I had that vision of him, and we <laughs> but are. That was not his fault. That was your I mean, own brain. I told you once. I've had this thought. No, I'm sorry. I love you, Trevor, but we're. Uh, that is we're, not we're taking his a break. Fault. Our friendship is uh, on a hiatus. Okay. okay. Hiatus. I don't understand. We had a discussion regarding kilts. My husband oh God, is no. from the McDonald's no, land. Let's so not no, 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 we're not going to kilt stories. We're not so revisiting. Like I don't need another and figure out what's going on. I don't need another image. Okay, like I just don't. So let's. Uh, if let's you want to revisit it, it's fine. I think she needs a refresher for the sandwich. No. <laughs> no. I don't. I sure don't. Okay. I think no. mommy let's and her say, husband and Trevor and I say, all need to go. Let's mommy, just say the say? last word right there about trip is what Amy would do to somebody in a kilt. Because I feel like it should be, and then if not, I'm gonna be like, oh my gosh, I don't have anything on, and he then I'm mortified. Try so to tell her that's a skirt. Know. And then CJ was like, but I thought you're not supposed to wear anything, you know. And so she was saying about her husband has worn one or something. I was like, oh my god, I don't need that image. I'm good. Like, just no, no, okay, like this, no. Uh, no. So that's the whole thing. So me and him are on a hiatus of our friendship because I can't unsee that. That is not I, his it, fault. It don't matter. It's technically yours, but I can't unsee it. So no. But well, technically, this, this, it's the King this of the Renaissance Festival. I just think of it now. Every time there's a strong gust of wind, just imagine that wind as he's walking past you. Mar- why are Why are you Monroe? Oh my God. Now I'm never gonna unsee any of this. I never. I can't go to the Renaissance Festival on that weekend. I just. Oh my God. I can't. Like I just. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like, no. I like to think that, and I know that I call them panties, but I have girls, okay? So everyone just wears freaking panties, okay? But I like to think that they have something on underneath. If not, I'm in a bad spot when I trip them. Like, I'm kind of curious, though. Overall, and I should give them some money, okay? I Greg, feel like I'm really curious them, about... I, I'm telling okay. you, if I trip them and it's all hanging out, there, I'm going to give you five bucks because I'm going to feel bad. Like, hey, you gave me a show. Here's your money, okay? <laughs> but no, like, I just... No. Evidently, I need to bring some cash because I guess I'm supposed to wear anything. But in my mind, I'm going to say that you do. My brain is going back to the Renaissance Festival where the stormtroopers were wearing kilts. Did they have their like pants on underneath and just the kilt or not? Oh, I don't know. That's what I'm wondering now. I don't want to know. I don't need free shows. Okay. I just know. Where are we with Amy Kilty? You know, Anubis, I'm going to have them made and just for you. So the next time I come in, I'm going to hand deliver it. It'll be but a picture of, of a guy I'm, in a skirt holding his skirt down like the Marilyn Monroe oh my thing. Gosh, like, no, I'm gonna, I just, 
I don't know. I guess I'm naive in the whole like kilt wearing thing. But if my husband wore one, I'd be like, you putting some on underneath because you ain't giving no girl no free shout. Okay. Like, unless she going to give me money. No. Like, no. I'm, no. I can't. I just can't. No, I'm sorry. I just, you asked, Carl. You asked. <laughs> no. I wouldn't say that. Hello, so Trevor, you have to, man, I'm sorry. I can't unsee what your wife said. Okay. Like I just can't. And so we have, we need it. We have to we're separated. Okay. We are in a temporary status of friendship. Okay. I'm just saying no more kilt dreams, Amy. Who has kilt dreams? I don't like, no. Obviously, oh, she's not an Outlander fan, but you know. No, I'm not. But oh my gosh, I just I can't unsee these. I think it all started with Greg saying he was going to wear one, and I said I was going to trip his ass, and then he was like, "Well, I ain't got nothing on or something," and that's how it snowballed. I just I was mortified. I can't unsee these things. Okay, I just can't. What if the girl gives you con tickets? And actually, I think it was the king that said I needed cargo a cargo kilt. Probably. Oh, I'm seeing no. Just wear something underneath. I <laughs> well, no. you're around definitely because I don't want to be tripped. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you. Like, I so all the guys in kilts here, the caca, they're going to hold their kilts down. <laughs> you know, this makes me sound like Amy's in the area. area. Okay, hold on. I feel like I have to defend myself here because I, I sound like such a bitch right now. But it's kind of true. Like, I just, I was going to trip, I think, Greg to see to make sure. You, know, you should have said caca before that. <laughs> no, I won't. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. Oh, no. Okay. I, just, I, I was curious, and then it turned into this whole thing, and now I'm just mortified by the answer I got, and I just, I can't unsee that. Like, every time I see a man in a kilt, I'm going to know, and I'm just going to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to put my blinders on. I'm and just surprised you didn't know before. That's like No. I'm telling you, there's some things that I choose to be naive about, and that is one. I choose to just go and wallow la and be like, you're all wearing stuff. I love you, Amy. Okay? Like, I'm just saying I, all, I understand, okay? I understand that sometimes, you know, you got to let it air out and stuff. I get it. I'm not around me. Like, just no. Just no, okay? I'm Look sorry. Look out, Ireland. Here comes no. Amy. <laughs> Poor Greg can never wear his coat now. I know. Why, Why you got to put it out there? Now he knows. He's going to be like, this lady is like not allowed in Ireland. There's, oh. there's a bolo out in Ireland oh for God. Amy Ravish I know. Please don't do that. I'm so sorry. I don't mean it that way. I, just, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Just don't wear a kilt around me. Whatever. I don't know. This is a weekly thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Here you have my sympathy. It's not that bad. This is this is mild. Oh god, whatever. I just whatever. I don't want to talk to y'all now. I don't like any of y'all at all. Like no. You know what? I just whatever. Oh man. It is what it is, you guys. Welcome. Welcome. Okay. This is how it is. Whatever. It is. Welcome what to it Tuesday is. morning. Yes. This is our normal Tuesday mornings. You just hit the right one, Carl. I'm sorry. It's all because she That's had to bring up the kill. Bring up the kill. Yeah. Oh, you, don't you don't want the kill, Brado. 
No, that's the point. We don't want it up. That was hey, you know what? That kudos. That was good. That was good. That was like quick and I like you. I like you a lot. Come back. I hope I didn't scare you because I I feel like we're BFFs right now. I like you a lot more than I like these other two people. I like you a lot. Okay. Amy. No. They're dead to me. They are dead to me. Say Trevor will wear a kilt to your funeral. No! Oh, please. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Okay. Just no. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's awesome, Anubis. Yes. I just oh, can't handle y'all. I just... <laughs> I can't. Mm -mm. I, was, I was doing good there for a long time. time. Oh my gosh. Me love you long time. No. That was Trevor, by the way. Oh, Trevor, stop. Okay. Uh, for all of my ages. Goodness. Okay. I just, no. I can't stand y'all. No. <laughs> well, well, now when you listen to <laughs> Now, when you listen to us, you'll at least have a picture of what we're going through. <laughs> I don't think Amy wants another picture. That's the problem. No, just no. Uh -uh. I had just gotten over my nightmares. Now they're coming back. No. Okay, next time we can talk about cycling shorts. There you go. Oh, no. That's even worse. No. no. <laughs> I'll take a killed over cycling shorts any day because there is nothing to the imagination on the cycling shorts. Just hey, but you know what? They would have some on underneath. You know, that could work. I'm down. I'm down. They would have what? at least something. No, I think he's saying one or the other. You get the yeah. I would much cycling. rather have cycling shorts. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'd rather have a guy in a kilt. <laughs> but that's actually going to be something you're going to encounter at the show when you run it. Is people. We've gotten this a lot. Guys, women wearing a little bit too much, especially uh -huh. if it's very like Dragon Con is uh, mm -hmm. whatever you want to wear or nothing half the time. Great show, but at a family show, there's <laughs> there's a yeah, we've had people come up and say that the underwear is now a G string, or in the case of men, I can see everything, as in they don't wear it. That oh, oh my god, you have to like if you have a Spider Man costumer. Or you have someone in a Deadpool like wear a costume. It, it's you have to be brave to wear those, <laughs> but you have to wear a dancer's belt or something underneath because there's nothing <laughs> worse with a parent coming up and oh, there's his Johnson. <laughs> you know it's it's yeah, and you just need to well, pull these to people. Bring cash is what you're saying. You need to bring cash and be like, hey, thanks for the show, and give them money. Okay, I'll be prepared. I'll yeah, be prepared. sometimes they're completely oblivious to it, especially post post COVID. A lot of people are like most of our attendees for March. I say at least fifty percent are new. They've never done a convention before. New oh, cosplayers. Yeah. They, they never cosplayed at a show before, so they didn't realize that this skin tight costume needs to wear a cup underneath or something. Yes. Because, please. yeah, it's uh, it's something that uh, yeah, you're going to have to just just be aware. Oh my gosh! Okay. Oh God. Mommy's okay. asking, what's the best cosplay you've ever seen? <laughs> Changing focus. Yeah, at our show or in general, I think uh, like in general is a there's a chap Jeff on friends on Facebook and he's gone like he's done a Warcraft. Uh, I think it was 
Garosh or Gramosh, can't remember, it's full silicone skin. Wow. And then at our show, there's been some amazing, like actually uh, Order 66 is Jules is his name. He did a Batman costume. Hello. He did a Batman costume with a working flamethrower. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then, now, then a third, third is myself, I'll be honest. <sighs> now, I, I do have so, to yeah. ask with some of these previous comments, have you ever had somebody just show up and just body paint? We have, but they have worn underwear. And like that, it's a, like I've been to other conventions where they have a body painting booth. I've been to, again, Monster Plus and other places, Fax in Belgium, where they had, they're wearing underwear and maybe like, you know, plasters on the, the nipples and the body paint. And I was like, okay, well, look, there's a, there's a reason behind that. You can kind of go, well, look, they're covered up. You probably wouldn't even notice if it's done well. So it's, it's one of those awkward ones where it's in good taste versus borderline porn. And mm. you just, and it's a tough one because some, some people might not realize it. And they might have bought the costume on eBay a week before. And you have to approach it delicately. Like, look, you know, you can't wear that. It's a family show. And again, look, and the same, you have people with nudity. And then you have people bringing in real crossbows or real sharp swords. Mm. And not, nothing intentional. They just do not realize it. You know, and that's, Again, post-pandemic, people have really gotten into the convention scene and let's say the nerd scene, so there's more of us now, but they're just too enthusiastic and you need to tailor them back and say, look, you can't swing around that giant real hammer. You know, you might hurt somebody or, you know, that's a real sword. Give us that for a little bit. So if someone complained, would you have to kick them out or would you just have to talk to them? Mostly just talk to them. Uh, Like, Wrap a, wrap a jacket around your waist if it's a bit until you can, you know, pull the string out of your arse or, you know, put on a dancer's belt or look, there's the bathroom, okay. you know. It's, yeah, no, you, you're being nice and they've, they've paid to be there to have fun. Once they're not literally running around in someone's face doing it, you have you have leeway with them. Like You don't want to throw anyone else out if you don't have to. So once they acknowledge it, look, yes, sir, I did not realise or can I stand over here and I'll take it off the photos only and put it back on that's fine. You know, so it's a, yeah, you very rarely would you throw anyone out. Like the only way is if someone was bringing in a, a weapon and you're like, you can't have a real sword with you. Oh, I want to bring it in. No, I do. No, get out. You know, that's kind of the only time. Yeah. But like, again, that's common sense, but some people don't have that. Yeah. Well, people don't understand that, you know, kids are geeks too. And parents who are trying to raise them in the geekdom, they're bringing them. And so they don't want to micro around with them like this. You know, they want them to enjoy the whole thing. And I've seen some phenomenal cosplay costumes that didn't have any bit of nudity to them. And they were just like, holy cow, that must have taken you forever. And it's like when you can appreciate, you know, the ones on stilts, I do not know how those people do it for the entire day. They must have like calves of steel. So, you know, there are just some phenomenal costumes out there that you can do. If uh, if you Google uh, Dragon Con Lycan, mm-hmm. I'll be the first result that comes up there. And we spent, I brought over myself, Brian, Kieran, and then Derek the next year. I think I spent four hours in that costume on stilts. Oh. And uh, never again will I entertain anyone who wears a mask for an hour and says, oh, this is, this is so tough and uncomfortable. 
I was in a hundred pound silicone costume on stills for four hours. If mm. I manage that, anyone can manage a mask for an hour. You know, it's yeah. it's great. It's you know, people don't realize just do a little bit of prep work and training for your costume and you'd be grand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to if you don't want a mask, then you know, be really good at face paint. You know, just find or find exactly. something else that you like that still your face doesn't have to be covered, or if it has to be covered. You know, something that would go with whatever mask you're putting on, sort of stuff. I mean, well, that, exactly. that lady America's... at Traders Village that was on those stilts, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I've seen a so... couple of them that are like that. Um, but who was it? Uh, Bucky from Captain America. He His has a face mask. You know, if you can find different cosplays that either have masks or don't have masks, you know, but for the most part, most of them are gloves. Some of them are a little skimpy, but they are close. Just saying. Uh, well, the hardest to judge would probably be Mystique. <clears throat> that would be, yeah. But even then, she was actually actually in a bodysuit for part of it. Uh, I think it's supposed to be her skin, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people on the collector form, so I actually have a lot of the prosthetics from her. And they actually wear just prosthetics glued on. So it wasn't, the most time wasn't even a bodysuit, just prosthetics glued directly onto the skin for certain scenes. So yeah, and a lot of the cosplayers I've seen have done prosthetics directly onto the skin. Because it it's more comfortable, it moves more natural, easier to put on, well, not easier to put on, but once it's on, it looks much better. Mm -hmm. And they would be surprised at how many people want their pictures taken with them. You know, it's just, oh, yeah. when they see something that's like, oh my gosh, cool. It doesn't matter who you're like, can we get my picture taken with you? Because you rock. You know, that's just the appreciation mm -hmm. that a lot of the Comic-Con family have for each other because it's like, you've got to put like hours into that costume. I got it. I got to get a picture with it. You know, and it's just the appreciation for it. A lot that's of it is. And yeah. like that's uh, the cosplay village. Uh, sorry, go on. And a lot of it is. It's just pure respect for the outfits. And it's just get get the images ask for them don't just go up and say here i want a picture say hey can i get a picture with you because you never know again that's that's a big thing is the cosplay is not consent like look that's been going around for quite a while now like we have the signs at our show we have a zero tolerance policy on that and i think a lot of shows have implemented that early on it's because look it's nothing worse I've, I've been in costume myself and you're taking a break and someone snaps a photo well you finally breathe out and let your stomach out and they take the phone, you ah, damn it. Or, you know, in the case <laughs> of... wait two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Or you have the case of, uh, I know a few of the, the women, like we've we've known some ourselves, friends of ours who've gone to our show and they'd be in, you know, skin-tight costumes or certain costumes, really little, but they'd be stalked around. Our videos have come up after the fact with a group of lads, you know, guys, the, the men's men or the guys' guys, or even the women's women sometimes, they're going around commentating on them in the videos. It's like, mm. come on, just don't be an asshole. Just go up, if you want a photo, ask for a photo politely. Mm. And that's it. And we, we do have people actively monitoring that. And it's like a lot of the our friends who work at the show, they've been supervisors. And they'll see people, you know, if someone's taking a sneaky photo, they say, wait a minute, just go up and ask them. They'll be very proactive about that because, again, it's just not nice. It's just a bit of common decency. But it's, it's something nice to actively enforce that. Mm -hmm. But if you ask, it's usually happy to. But yes, definitely be nice and don't be a jerk about it. 
100% there. Hmm. But a lot of cases, like you have uh, people want to pose better. Like, you know, if you're in a costume on still, so you have a, a mask or something that lights up or moves, if you just give them a few seconds, you can get a much better photograph because they'll be able to pose better, get in a better position for you. And that few seconds can make a difference to you having a proper photo uh, rather than just, you know, a quick snap. And it's like, ah, that's shit. At least this way, like, whenever I've been in the big costume and someone's a photo, we say just, the lads will say, stop, give them a second. Okay, you can see where the child is. You can pose with the claws mm -hmm. and they get a much nicer photo rather than just you standing there looking like this and they mm -hmm. get a photo. And just, you know, it's, so that few seconds makes a difference. And then from a con point of view, people are sharing these fantastic photos of the people and the kids having fun, interacting with the characters. And when you're looking at that day and as an outsider, I want to go to that show now because people are having fun. If you're just getting people sharing photos where, you know, it just looks like you're some Halloween taking photos of people. It's just like, eh, that looks shit. You know? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine the little kid who sees, like, Spider-Man or any of his, like, Phantom-type people, and it's just like, you know, his face is, or her face is going to be just, like, lit up if, you know, they ask, hey, can you get my picture taken with you? And, yeah. So that would just make their day, and then they get the picture taken with, you know, their hero. Well, that, that actually happened a lot with me at CypherCon when I was there and I was asking to take pictures. Mm -hmm. A lot of them would say, is there a certain pose that you want? Mm -hmm. So definitely yeah. ask. Oh, yeah. I think Mr. and Mrs. Deadpool were the best, I think, on that. They were fun. Yeah. Yes, that was a fun one. Mm -hmm. But a lot of them do ask, what type of image do you want? Mm -hmm. Or what pose do you want? So definitely go around asking. So where can people find out about the Dublin Comic-Con online? Yeah, just DublinComicCon.com. And uh, we're, we're a bit, like after the show, again, you're a little bit slower on social media because, you know, we're working on different things in the background. But as the show gets closer, we post some more of our guests and we post up a little bit about our sets then and other stuff that we're doing at the show, like game, the indie game developers, or this year we'll have wrestling at it and we'll have some new displays built and stuff like this. So... You'll find out a bit more of what's going on at the show on the social media and the kind of generic information on the website. I did notice that you guys are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Well done from the <laughs> from a social media type person. So good job. But yeah, you can Thank find you. them all on there, especially their Facebook page is probably where you're going to find where the guests are and stuff like that. More information to take you to your website, correct? Correct. And uh, look, we're a bit slow with the replies every now and then because, like, there's only picturing myself, Derek, and then a few others helping out when they can. So we can't be slow with the replies, but we will get back to you. And uh, but we're fairly open to ideas. Like if people say, oh, can you try this at the show? Can you try that at the show? We always like trying new areas, new zones, new ideas, you know? So, and we're constantly robbing ideas from anyone we see as a show. You had me at six floors of a Comic-Con. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you had me there. It, it, it sounds better. It sounds more impressive than it is, trust me. <laughs> And a fully immersion one? Nope, I'm yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good with six floors fully immersion. Yep, I'm good. I have to say, I love the coffee cup, Amy. <laughs> yes, I did catch that. You're welcome. Anytime, anytime. Product Any placement. Any Tuesday at eleven, okay? Any Tuesday at eleven. <laughs> but anyway, we are definitely way over our hour, believe it or not. Oh, but it was fun. Yeah. But definitely fun. We 
We have oh, not beat, problem, we, we have not beat DC Glenn's time yet. One of these days we're going to. <laughs> what was his show? Almost like an hour and it forty. It was an minutes. hour and a half, I think. It was like an hour and thirty-eight minutes, Something if I recall. Like we'll get there. Yeah. Well, I beat an error, so I'm happy. That's the main thing. Hey, well, I'm calling that a win. Filled it with laughter and all sorts of information, so it's. You say he's killed a dream to blame. <laughs> it's not a dream. It's just like a phobia. Okay, it's a nightmare. Well, thank you for all coming on and talking about the Dublin Comic Con. Yes, um, definitely. And eventually, Trevor and I may make it over there. There, you're probably going to get a lot of people that want to go over there, and not just for the Comic Con, but also to see the land itself. It's beautiful country. Oh, but definitely, and. Look, and I said, you're all more than welcome to come over anytime. And we'll give you behind the scenes, full access. You'll be over as friends of us. So the invite stands anytime. Trevor, yeah, thank you. you. Hear that? Thank you. <laughs> and, and I have to say, we will be on this Saturday, which is free comic book day here. And we're going to be here on 11 a.m. with Chaotic Freedom Celebration. And yes, that is a Comic Con. It will be in Lake Jackson and it will be their first ever. And then so, I will be at Kilgore Geekend. So be correct. interviews then, throughout the weekend from me at Kilgore Geekend this weekend. I volunteer as a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I'm with you. I volunteer too. Super happy to I'm waiting for responses, but I'm trying to get to one of the comic book stores to advertise Tri City Comic Con. So hopefully we'll be able to do that. And obviously we killed it this show just for Amy. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I love talk it. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>